Hi all, and thanks for tuning in once again. This episode we speak to Archie Roberts, the AFL draft hopeful who plays his footy at the Sandringham Dragons and Halebury. We discuss various programs and squads he's involved in, including the AFL Academy. We discuss his personal development as a footballer and what he's been doing to give himself the best chance to get drafted. I hope you enjoy. I think that's important, like you said, about trusting the process and not getting too caught up about the end result. If you're walking alone, stay alone because you're probably doing something wrong. That's when I really started to develop being better as a person, being better as a footballer and an athlete and stuff and back yourself in and, and just try to be where you are in the moment. Archie Roberts, mate. Thanks for coming on. How are you going? Yeah, not bad. How about you? Yeah, good. Thank you. Thanks for asking. Um, talk to us before we get going. Talk to the listeners about yourself and yeah, a bit about yourself as a footballer. Um, yeah, so I'm, I'm a Hampton boy. So I play footy at uh, Sandy Dragons. Um, go to Haleybury. Uh, play school footy there, um, a bit of a half-back for the Dragons and then uh, play a bit of mid-forward mid, mid forward for school. Um, so, yeah, um, just sort of that defensive player, um, pretty speedy off the half-back and try to use my kicking uh, as my best asset. So, yeah. Is there any – I was going to touch on this a bit later on, but is there any kind of players you look up to or, or look to kind of emulate when you play? Yeah, um, Daniel Riel is a good one off the half-back. Um, just yeah, he's he's sort of poised. Um, it's pretty it's pretty good. And then also at school, we got Scotty Pendlebury, he's one of our coaches, and sort of try to pick his brains a bit um, with my mid stuff. And he he's great. He works really close with with me and and our, the other boys at school, and um, just sort of getting that mid craft done and just learning like the little tactics he uses and little skills he he uses in games and um, how he's such a great player still. Um, 330 plus games. Um, yeah, he's he, he's awesome as well. You mentioned there about um, yeah, working on your midfield craft. Is that something you want to want to kind of move into? Obviously, you said you've been playing halfback, and I've heard, I've read a bit about how you're you're halfback at the moment. But is it something you're looking to kind of add to your game? Yeah, definitely. I think um, it's something I want to sort of move forward. I, I wanted to play a bit more of that in the later year for drags. Um, that mid, that mid. Um, not so much forward, but sort of maybe onto a wing for um, for Dragons and hopefully Vic Metro push up the ground a little bit. But no, nah, half back definitely happy to happy to play there. But obviously, want to show show my strength um, up the ground a bit. Is it is there a conversation you've had with I don't know if it's recruiters or coaches that you they want you to show as much as you can in all different positions to kind of kind of I suppose reflect your versatility to hopefully um, yeah get picked up at the end of the year and being like more of an attractive player in that aspect. Yeah, Matty Lloyd at school. Um, he's he's so good. He's sort of the one pushing it, pushing it most um, out of all my coaches. I think I've had the conversation with most of my coaches, and um, he's sort of the only one that sort of put sort of put it on the field for me and sort of put me in that position. Um, so yeah, he's he's great. So he's just giving me that opportunity to sort of showcase my strengths um, at school footy, um, and sort of so I can push myself in later in the year to for the other teams play sort of that role. Um, but, yeah, if I, to get drafted, I think I'd be the halfback and I think it's probably where my best footy's played at the highest levels. And, um, yeah, so. You speak of then you wanting to be, I suppose, at the moment or going forward in the short term, it will be off halfback if you do get picked up. But going back to, I suppose, pre-season and even now, I guess, as you, as you play and train, what are the few aspects of your game that you're working on to kind of, Add some more strings to your bow in terms of going into the midfield. What are you working on with that? 
Um, yeah, so sort of just my body work and sort of my body strength. I think uh, a lot of a lot of defenders are really strong and um, really hard to get beat one on one, and um, that's something I sort of try to build onto my game. I know as half backs, they're not, they're not known as sort of defending as much as sort of those key backs, but you sort of have to have that um, defensive side of your game and it's got to be really strong to play at the high levels. And um, that's something I've been working on over the part over the preseason. My coaches have been pushing it really um, like a lot. Just to, especially my Dragons coaches, is sort of that defensive mindset for me. And um, sort of nothing, sort of wasn't something that came natural for me. I sort of was always sort of that mid for the juniors. And um, last year, playing halfback for Drags as a bottom major, sort of learned that defensive sort of running in mindset um, and those patterns. But um, yeah, that's something that's definitely been pushing for me this year. And I think something I've got a lot better at. We'll touch on later on about more of your of your personal development, but um, is it something you spoke about putting a bit more size? Is it something that comes through naturally to you in the gym or is it more your running game that, that probably comes naturally to you and you're having to work on on that side of the game a bit more? Yeah, so sort of my running sort of comes more naturally to me and um, I've always sort of been that pretty good runner. Um, it's sort of something I've, I improved on pretty quick um, last year in the preseason, the year before. Just sort of that's something that sort of came to me pretty easily and size has sort of come a bit late. Um, haven't really been that massive player. Um, so, so that's something I've been working on over the preseason. But, yeah, that's um, yeah, my running has always sort of been there for me. It's been one of my strengths, I think. Well, going now to, I suppose, break down some of the programs that you're in at the moment in your draft year and, and giving an insight to listeners of what the top echelon of, um, of players and how many teams are involved. You know, it looks like it's pretty full on. We'll start off with Halbury in the APS. Can you talk to me about kind of from an insider, sorry, an outsider looking in? It looks like it's a it's a pretty cool experience, the atmosphere and the and the culture that comes with playing with your school. What's that like? Yeah, it's um people don't really like people that don't go to private schools and especially like Halebury, they don't really understand sort of um how much the boys and coaches love it. Like um you would just you wouldn't think Maddie Lloyd and Scotty Penderbury would be that invested. Um, into what they do at school and um, it's something yeah, it's something we love we look forward to every week sort of training and then the games and um, no one like I've never had probably a better coach than Lloyd he's, he's unbelievable and um, Scotty coming in he's just just be able to pick their brains and have that access and no one really else has it's um, so cool and um, the culture's great like um, with you're playing with all your best mates, you go to school with them five days a week, and then you go to run out on Saturday with them and have so much fun. It's, yeah, especially when you have those big wins like we had. Um, yeah, so it's it's so much fun and it's sort of yeah, it sets you in good stead. Am I right in saying that there's I suppose as, as the years have gone on, there's a there's a quite a large group of the of the draftees from each year that end up they've come from APS. Is that kind of a correct insane? Yeah, yeah. There's a lot. A lot of boys are, uh, get scholarships. So, uh, a lot of schools love that. Um, but then there's yeah, a lot of boys that have been there, been 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 at an APS school since they were since they were quite young. And um, yeah, there's a lot of, a lot of good talent in the APS. And um, yeah, for the access you get in the high levels, um, yeah, it's uh, it's pretty cool. I assume yourself and, and a few others in your team, those are the, are the ones that are guarded or getting looked after each game by opposition players how do you go how do you go about that kind of being the, the big fish i suppose in, in, in the pond of these aps yeah it's um something sort of i got a big wake-up call to last year um last year I had a pretty pretty hard tag against Kerry, and um yeah sort of wake up call. i hadn't really had that 
um, before and it sort of it sort of taught me. I, I took so much out of that game. We won by 100, 150 points, but um, I took so much out of the game. Just sort of uh, had to deal with myself in that situation again. And this year, haven't had it that bad um, yet. Yeah, only played the two games for school. Um, we've had the bye and then had the game for AFL Academy. And um, so I only played those two games. Haven't really had any big attention yet. But yeah, it's pretty. Yeah, it's pretty cool. Um, being especially being the year twelves now. Um, a few years ago, we were sitting back, being in the year 10s position, just looking up to sort of the blokes that are aspiring to get drafted and sort of the big fish in the team. And um, now for it to sort of be my opportunity, it's, uh, yeah, pretty cool and I'm embracing it. Yeah, do you, you said about, you talked to it then about embracing it. Do you find that there's, that there's, I suppose, a difference between others that are in the similar business to you, talent-wise, are in the in the top couple, do they all kind of seem to embrace it and, and yeah, get around that kind of um, pressure, I guess? Yeah, a lot of I'm pretty close with a lot of the top players, um, sort of in the APS, like Nick Watson, Riley Sanders. Um, yeah, that we 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 speak about it a bit, and we all love how fun school footy is, and um, it's sort of and a lot a lot of past players that come back say it's the most fun they've ever had, and just embrace every 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 opportunity you get. Um, it's yeah, you, it's never going to come back again, and especially in my last year, that's what I'm trying to do, just. Um, trying to give myself the best chance of getting some success at school level, and um, yeah, I haven't really had that in a while. Um, so yeah, it's, it'll be pretty cool if we can get it done. But um, yeah, it's such a tough, such a tough uh, league, and um, there's so many good other teams. So nice, mate. Well, I'm heading to the AFL Academy now. I, I see you recently you played a couple of matches. I know one was against Carlton Rezies, another one was in in Gather Round in um, in Adelaide. Um, yeah. yeah talk, to, talk to us about that and. And what, what that program involves? Um, yeah, it's a pretty, it's a pretty co- cool program to be a part of. Um, you play, you're in a group with sort of a team of thirty with all the other best talent in, in the country, and um, with all the best coaches from around the country. And it's pretty cool. It's pretty surreal. You sort of get that first chance, first glance of like experiencing an AFL environment, and um, every every player is given the opportunity to um, sort of train an AFL club for a week over the preseason, and um, I was lucky enough to go to St Kilda, which is pretty local to me. Um, I knew a few boys there, um, which was pretty good, and uh, yeah, they took good care of me, and it was super cool to spend that week there. And um, took took so much out of that, it sort of makes me want to get drafted even more. And I think a lot of boys say that how how it drives you more being in, getting to experience it for a week and. Um, then, yeah, got to play the first game against Adelaide, um, be part of the gather round, which is pretty cool, four-day camps. Um, and then the other, last weekend, got to versus Carlton, which was awesome, awesome experience playing on Marvel. Um, so much fun. And I think, yeah, the whole group just had so much fun in that last game. We learnt so much. And um, through all, like, the four or five camps we had, all came down to sort of that last game and last sort of experience together and um yeah it was so much fun we all enjoyed it so much what what those camps involve is it more just kind of like training as a group and and developing or is it a bit of a bit of um professionalism and a bit of like information or is it a bit all, all the above um yeah so we sort of they sort of try make it as much as like an afl environment as possible as possible so we have the main training probably the first day we get there. So if you get there on the Thursday, have the main training Thursday, Arvo. Um, you could probably got the game on the Saturday, so we ended the captain's run on the Friday, just a light hour session. Um, just sort of just trying to educate you on um, sort of what an environment would look like and 
Um, obviously trying to develop you as a player um, physically, but a lot more mentally with just uh, getting you eating the right things um, and then also teaching you a lot about the free time you have before games and um, during the days, just teaching you what to do then and, um, yeah. And what about St Kilda? Obviously a pretty cool experience, as you said, going into an AFL environment. Um, what were a couple of things that stood out to you? Maybe it was a was a, a kind of a um, surprise or, yeah, or a player that kind of stood out that really, like, showed similar values to what you kind of aspired to be? Um, yeah, it was, well, it was pretty, no, I came in with pretty open arms. So I knew Ollie, Ollie Houghton, uh, Marcus Wintager and and Mitch Owens. And um, so I knew them from Halebury. Mitch just was Marcus's, one of Marcus's mates I knew, knew of. And, um, yeah, they sort of, he picked me up on the first day and sort of had that sort of guidance the first few days, which was awesome. And, um, yeah, something that stood out to me was sort of um, like how much I'd love to be an AFL player and just live that week just every week and um, it was pretty cool sort of you get off the training track you have a protein shake waiting for you and lunch upstairs ready and just go up with all the boys with all your best mates just eat lunch and just talk 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 about whatever you want um, it's pretty cool and I embraced I embraced it and also the high level training sessions just pretty much getting treated like I, like I was another player that didn't that didn't put me down or um, yeah sort of not tackle me if I, if I was getting the ball they would just treat me like another player which I loved and let me play my natural game, which was awesome. Um, so yeah, and got experience to sort of the team meetings and um, what what a day was like for player. Um, so yeah, it was a great experience and made some great connections. Um, some in particular was Mason Wood. He was really nice to me. Um, just sort of just someone there I could just have a chat with if I wasn't like. It was obviously times I was going to be by myself and um, sort of had nothing to do, but he was always there. I'd just say g'day, Mason, have a good chat with him. So. Um, no, nah, it was it was great. It was an it was an awesome opportunity and great experience, and um, took so much out of it. Last one on the academy, the academy being the top echelon of of players in the country. You take a lot of um, confidence out of that, I suppose, use it to your advantage that that you're up to it and that um, yeah, let it help you throughout the year going forward. Yeah, hundred percent. I think um, playing against those VFL VFL players and a lot of uh, AFL players that have been pretty good, pretty great at the level, like Jack Martin, he was my direct opponent for, for I'd say a little bit of the game and um, just sort of just take, even just watch, watch how he plays and watch how he goes about it. Um, it was pretty cool. And I think definitely gives me a lot of confidence um, going back to my school footy and um, champion at uh, championships later in the year for, for Vic Metro. Um, no, definitely take a lot, of, lot out of it and um, no, learn, learn, learn a lot from it. Nice, man. Um, we'll touch on the Sandy Dragons. Eh? We've spoken about them a bit here already. I assume that their programs all the above, similar to Halebury and AFL Academy, but um, I suppose their program in, in terms of every year as an outsider, it seems like there's so many players that get drafted. Off the top of my head, I think I think um, Ashcroft and Sheasel, and maybe even a couple more last year, like three or four coming from in the program each year. Talk about why it's so, so successful and yeah, how they help the players out. Yeah, so we had last year with three in the top ten. We had Ashcroft, Sheasel, McKenzie in the top ten, I think, and then we had a few. Then we had uh, Clark, uh, Hotton, and then a few others. Um, they get drafted. And it's just yeah, I think just playing, just getting the opportunity to play at the high level. I think they've got so much. Um, emphasis on play development. I think that's what's so good about it. You can, 
you can sort of be a bottom 10 player in the program by the end of the preseason, be a top 10 player. I think that's what it does. I think um, obviously the top players will get drafted, but the best thing about Dragons is sort of the blokes um, at the lower levels, they, it gets them drafted as well. So, um, yeah, we train from sort of November up and just probably three times a week with Dragons and just uh, trainings in the summer. Um, yeah, it's just great. And I think, that's what we love about it. It makes some great connections with a lot of players. And um, come, come the end of the year, we're a pretty good team. Um, and pretty hard to stop, which is pretty good as well. So we go pretty deep into the finals and hopefully do it again this year. Perfect, man. We'll, we'll move in now into you as an athlete and suppose, like I said before, your, your personal development as a player and yeah, as a person, I guess, um, outside of, of these programs. Let's get to know you as more as a as, as an athlete rather than in a team environment. What's What kind of drives you at the moment as a footballer to kind of to get better each each day. Um, yeah, like sort of. This is my favorite part of the year. For um, say for footy wise, I love playing school footy, and I think just that drive to win. I think I'm super competitive, and um, so that drive to win keeps me going every week. Cause I hate losing, and the school league's pretty bad. Sort of in the fact that if you lose the game, you're sort of nearly out of it for the premiership. Um, lose one or two games, so winning so important and. Um, yeah, that's why I love it so much because there's so much on the line each week and it's so so tough to give up a, give up a loss. Um, so, yeah, sort of that drive to win keeps me going every week and, um, yeah, I think that's similar to most players. In the AFL, I suppose now with a lot of social media and, um, yeah, a lot more hype around the draft and it's kind of getting normalised that, that athletes, I suppose, not so much ready-made, but they're just so keen to improve on and off off the field, are you someone that kind of um, yeah, surrounds yourself with that kind of stuff off the field or are you more someone that kind of looks to get away from it and yeah, switches off outside your programs? Um, yeah, sort of. I like to sort of switch off a bit. Um, I've got so much going on throughout the year. I've sort of only got the one day, maybe two days, Wednesdays and Sundays where I've sort of got the day off um, where I get to relax and sort of just take it all in a bit. Um, yeah, I think that's so important, having a downtime and um, it's something I've sort of try to take in a lot with all my busy school days and um, a lot of boys have finished school but for um, for me I'm sort of still still going with school and um, still got to sort of keep doing really well um, at school um, with my education um, so yeah it's something I sort of um, sort of switch off a bit. You speak about switching off there and you've got school is there anything else that you like to do outside of um, school to suppose get your mind away from footy? Yeah, I like to um, hang out with my mates and my girlfriend. I think it's pretty important. My, I've got some really, I've got a really good group of mates. Um, and yeah, they are. They really enjoy hanging out with me, and I try my best as I can to hang out with them and um, play play some golf sometimes. And um, so yeah, I think it's super important just to have that balance of footy in school, and then also sort of um, hanging out with your mates and your girlfriend. Um, yeah, it's super important and um, I make sure I, I do it as much as I can. Sounds like you're, I suppose, pretty aware of that and has it been a stage where that it's got too much for you in terms of maybe you've um, yeah, you've been thinking about it too much and it, it's got out of hand and you've kind of, your performances um, has gone downhill or has it always been something that you've kind of been told or been taught to kind of, yeah, um, be on top of it? Yeah, it's sort of something I've always been taught. I haven't really... Um, haven't really been affected by it. Um, but yeah, I know sort of come busy national champs times or finals times for, for drags and I think or around the draft, I think um, that might be, might be get a bit hectic. Um, but yeah, sort of always been taught that and 
Um, yeah, haven't really had any bad experiences. But touch wood, I won't. But um, no, I think yeah, I think I've always had that balance pretty good. And um, yeah, you touched on the boys um, at Sandy last year that got drafted, and also Lloyd Lloyd before. Yeah. Like, kind of, is there any other one that stands out that's kind of um, helped you out the last few years? Obviously, it's a pretty hectic time. Is there anyone that's kind of helping you with a few, bit of um, advice or kind of mentoring you through this this time of your life? Obviously, school and um, yeah, high level footy. Yeah, so last year sort of had that guidance from Shees and um, Ashcroft and Cam McKenzie and Hots. I think they sort of I had pretty good connections with those boys. And um, if I saw them out, if I saw them out or saw them saw them around the street, I'd say good day and have a good chat with them. And um, no, they sort of helped me so much last year. It sort of took me under their wing a bit. Um, yeah, and then also this year, just sort of Lloydie, um, my drags coaches, sort of keep me keep me in check sort of with um, my professionalism and sort of the things I need to, I need to work on. They're not, they're not just going to be easy to me. They're obviously going to sort of be pretty hard on me with things I do. And um, no, there's keep me in check with, with everything, everything I do footy wise on and off the field. And I'm um, just making sure I'm doing all the things right to sort of give me the best opportunity to get myself drafted um, at the end of the year. And, and yeah, so they're, they're probably the main people that have, that have sort of mentored me um, over the past few years. You speak of your professionalism there and I suppose um, being aware of it is, it, is it something that's come pretty naturally to you or is it something you've had to had to work on and you're continuing to work on? Yeah, sort of sort of a bit of both. Like I've always sort of been that leader, even off the field, but um, if, like mostly on the field with sort of being captain and of my younger my younger age groups and and stuff like that. But, um, yes, definitely something I've got to work on. No one's... No one I've never met anyone more professional than Will Ashcroft. He's um just so footy just so footy directed and um but yeah, obviously I've got that balance off the field where I'm probably not gonna be as professional as other other people, but that's sort of the same as everyone. And um no, nah, but I, I try to be as professional as I can with my leadership and how I am off the field at school and I think that's super important for young for young boys trying to aspire to get drafted, just um keeping yourself in check off the field at school and um even not at school, just even out out, out in uh, at, at your house or on the street, just doing everything right, staying professional with what you eat, what you do, and um, even what you consume, just um, putting yourself in the best opportunity to get drafted. Speaking of there, what you eat is there is for you? Is it just a pretty balanced balanced diet and and things like that that um, help you? And um, I'm assuming that's the case. And um, give us a little insight into, I suppose, a couple of uh, meals or whatnot that you have before games and after games that people are kind of wondering. Um, yeah, so I'm pretty, I just eat whatever mum, dad cook and, um, for dinners, um, for, for lunches at school, I sort of try to give myself a pretty, pretty good, pretty good lunch, sort of big lunch just to make sure I'm getting all my protein in during the day. Um, and there's not going to be days where I donate lunch or stuff like that. I'm sure I've got lunch every day. Um, that should be with chicken or some rice or like a salad, nice chicken salad or something like that. Um, before a game. Like to have some some pasta or have some Japanese. I think something I enjoy. Um, I think I'm pretty confident in, and also just some just go easy with um, some bolognese. Um, morning of, I've got we play one o'clock game, so I'll just have a slice of toast, a few slices of toast in the morning. Um, grab a coffee, um, and then probably have some lollies at the game. Just what the what, what the trainer has, and then sort of post game. Pretty hungry, so I have the school provides some pastas and um, some pizzas and stuff like that straight after the game. So smash those 
um, sort of refuel my body and then, um, yeah, finish off with maybe some dinner later. But, um, yeah, just sort of eating, all, eating, trying to eat all the right foods. It's something I'm focusing on this year and um, something I'm trying to emphasise a lot. So um, super important for me. Nice, mate. What about recovery and looking after your body? I'm, I'm assuming that you're playing more footy than you, than you ever have or, or more training sessions that you ever have. How are you, how are you looking after yourself with that kind of aspect? Yeah, pretty good. Um, pretty good. So last year I had a bit of a wake-up call, sort of injured myself um, early in the year, just over, sort of an overload injury as a stress fracture. So sort of um, educated myself in ways I can just best ensure I'm not I'm not getting injured and just preventing that stuff. So um, yeah, just getting in the pools, getting in the getting in the ice baths, dragons, um, dragons. We do that every Monday, so we head into the club, and even if you don't play for drags, the whole club comes in, does their recovery, um, sort of a catch up. Um, and then yeah, throughout the week, just not trying to do too much, just making sure I'm doing everything I'm supposed to be doing, and nothing extra. I think you should do all your extras in the preseason, but um, in the in the post in in the um actual season you should just do do everything you're told and nothing more. I think it's so important. Um I've heard a lot of stories of boys boys injuring themselves in season. Um just doing stuff outside of their actual programs and just not worth it. Not worth just injuring yourself and sort of ruining or giving yourself uh, a speed bump in your in your season. So yeah, definitely something I I emphasize a lot. Nice mate. And lastly just internally or subconsciously, what are some of the kind of goals you're looking to achieve, I suppose, apart from the obvious of getting drafted? Is there any couple of little things that you, at the preseason, you look to kind of achieve this season? Yeah, so I sort of set myself to achieve sort of just consistent footy, which I think I've done um, so far. And I think also said to enjoy myself in the in the programs I was in, which I did for AFL Academy. I enjoyed myself um, to the max, I think. I think I had so much fun in those camps and, experiencing all those all those high level opportunities and um obviously yeah the final goal is to get drafted but um one of my main goals is to enjoy myself this year it's um sort of something you only get to experience once and uh, especially with the school footy it's a lot of fun and um just making sure i enjoy myself and embrace every opportunity um just to take it all in um and then yeah just also um just hopefully have some team success for dragons in school um, and hopefully national champs as well for Vic Metro. So, yeah, just so, sort of playing consistent footy and enjoying myself this year was two two main goals for me. It's pretty clear that you've got a good head on your shoulders. I remember speaking to Jai Clark and Ollie Hollins last year and they seemed pretty similar to you, very switched on, and and um, they're going really well this year. So um, hopefully it's the same for you and you get picked up, mate. So, um, yeah, thanks so much for coming on. Perfect. Thanks, Tommy. Appreciate it. Hey, everyone. Before you go, I've got a couple of favours to ask. If you could follow our Instagram at The Playing Agenda, that'd be very much appreciated. There's plenty of content on there each week. And if you could spend 10 seconds giving us a five-star rating on Spotify, I'd be very grateful. Thanks, everyone, and I hope you got something out of the episode. Cheers.